0: Hey, I'm Andy. Thanks so much for watching my podcast. Today, we're gonna talk about how to hear God's voice with my special friend, Matt McAfee. Let's get started. Well, hey, thanks so much for tuning in today. I've got a special uh, treat for you guys today. I'm not here by myself. I mean, I know that I'm fun enough by myself, but today I'm bringing in a special friend uh, that I've had the privilege of knowing several years uh, through the miracle of technology. Uh, Matt McAfee is joining me today. He is a pastor. He's now um, a first-time author, uh, and he's just a great friend and great encourager, and so I'm super excited to have you on today, Matt. Thanks so much for taking time um, to hang out with me. How are you
1: doing? Bro, well, first of all, let me just say how grateful I am for the opportunity to to that you extend your 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 platform to such a humble man as myself. Uh, and I and I'm That's doing really a humble well, brag
0: man. if you're not familiar. So just throwing that out there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, man, I I am really grateful for the opportunity to to hang out with you today. Yeah, we've known each other for probably going on six years uh, now, Sounds and you. About five years ago, you uh, and your lovely wife Jessica, and me and my wife Molly were both taking classes down in Orlando under the great under the tutelage of the great Doctor Mark Rutland. And yep. we grabbed uh, lunch, and you suggested we go to a place uh, called Burger And that's when I knew I could not trust your judgment. Uh, that's when. I
0: <laughs> How do you not like Bert? How do you not like
1: that restaurant, <laughs> man? It's 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 a it's an it's like. If you you got Shake Shack, we ordered on Wish. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I thought it was
0: fantastic. And by the way, that's where the local guy told me to go. The local guy said, you need to go to this place. Now, I also, if I remember right, I think I was also saying it wrong. Because I think I was saying Burger Fee. Because I'm from Alabama. We don't pronounce nothing right. So, like, I, I, I think I was pronouncing it wrong the whole time. No, I loved that restaurant. How did you not like that restaurant? It was Bro, I so think, good.
1: I think it's just good to remind me so much of Shake Shack. I think that's what it was. It was just I've like, never yeah, been just, to
0: Shake Shack. I don't know what a Shake Shack I,
1: is. I think Shake Shack is a burger joint. I think they're they're also in Orlando. That's where I had it last time. Okay. And so I feel like, uh, anyway, it doesn't, doesn't matter. I was just messing with you anyway. But, uh, yeah, man, so over the course of the years, uh, I, you've been such an encouragement to me calling me up, checking up how I was doing, especially over the course of 2020 with the train wreck of a year that was I just really appreciate your friendship, man. So this is means the world to me that we get to hang out tonight.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I've really enjoyed getting to know you too. Uh, Plus, so, you're
1: wearing a shoot farm. You're wearing a shoot farm I, shirt. I am. We, are big, we bro, are big
0: office people here. We are big office people in this house.
1: I have fallen asleep to the office every single night for like the past seven years. And when they took it off Netflix, uh, my sleep pattern just went out the window. You need to jump on Peacock, man. Peacock is where it's
0: at now. So but also, also, there's the extended edition. Of the office that's on Peacock. And it's not like, oh, here's like two minutes. There's like seven or eight new minutes of every episode. It's fantastic.
1: All right. So I, I'm, I'm poor, I guess. And so I have a Kindle fire and not an iPad and, and they don't make Peacock for Kindle fire yet. So that's, that's uh, probably what my problem is. So I've been listening to. Su-
0: We're going to figure no, this out. Cause like, this no, is no. a problem. That, that you don't <laughs> have, like,
1: this. So here, hear me out. So like, we have no most of the offices on Amazon Prime, which we can which are all our, our Apple TV. Okay. Almost, I don't fall asleep with my Apple TV, I fall asleep in my bed to my Kindle next to my, my bedstand. Okay. And that's the that's the difference. So I've is been there, listening to I've been I've been falling asleep to Seinfeld like a heathen.
0: I was about to uh, ask you, the is there anything months. else you fall asleep to?
1: <laughs> it has to be one of those kind of shows where like you just know it enough. That you don't have to. You're not engaged with it, just like background noise. So, like, but again, all those shows that were normally for me are the, uh, uh, the Office, Parks and Rec, like those. But they're all on Peacock now. So I've been listening to Seinfeld, which has been great.
0: We we watch uh, the Office. We watch Frasier. We we'll okay. watch Friends. The, like there's shows yeah. that we know enough to where like yep. it can just be on in the background and it's not going to grab any right. of our attention. And That's so, right. and then we'll occasionally switch over. Um, this is gonna cut my man card up a little bit. Uh, do you know what Gilmore Girls is? Bro,
1: tell me you don't
0: do this. Oh, tell I me. I, I love Gilmore Girls. I think it's hysterical. Bro. I'm not ashamed to admit it. It's fantastic.
1: Are you if you, are if you, you uh, don't
0: if you don't appreciate you, the witty banner, then you're missing out. <laughs> like <laughs> it's so I don't funny. Think,
1: the witty banter on that show think, is
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever Seen a full episode of Gilmore Girls, which surprises me because uh, for when I was in high school, Lauren Graham was like my celebrity crush 100%. Yeah,
0: it, yeah. Well, she is pretty. Oh. She, she's not as pretty as she used to be because she got all that surgery that makes her look like this. But um, uh, yeah, it's super <laughs> sad. Like, it's like you're like, you probably would have been a very pretty older lady and you just ziplocked your face. Like, it, I mean, it just, it looks terrible. It's so sad. Sorry, Lauren Graham. You, you're never going to watch this, but you probably, <laughs> that was a bad life decision. Like that oh was my. just, that was just a poor life choice. Oh my. Uh, well, well, thanks so much uh, for coming and hanging out. It's, it's always fun to have somebody else on here with me, just hanging out, spending time together. Um, You wrote a book. You've got it. Let's see. Let's see the, you've got the prototype or the.
1: This is the proof copy. Yeah. The so proof right copy. here. Copy. Listen, copy. yeah. Listen,
0: simple ways on how to hear God's voice. Yes, um, and uh, I I'm super excited about it because I think oftentimes a lot of people that they want to hear God's voice, they they want to have that experience, mm. uh, but they just don't know where to begin. They don't know what yes. it means to start. And yes. I know that your book it has a lot of answers to those questions. And so, tell us a little bit before we jump into the content. What made you want to write a book? What made you want to just begin to have this conversation in more of a public
1: arena? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first thing was, is like, I grew up, and then, so you and I are both licensed ministers in Pentecostal denominations, um, and so we kind of grew up. i these- ordained.
0: I'm just throwing that oh, out there. I got ordained. Okay, so all right. I went through the third, one. anyway, right.
1: carry on. So you you pay you pay more money to do uh, the same thing that I do. Okay, that yes, sounds great. And I uh,
0: proudly <laughs> pay that extra few dollars a year.
1: So we're both uh, well once ordained. I'm like, we're both in the Pentecostal domination. That's kind of the, the circle that grew up, Pentecostal charismatic. So there was a lot of talk about people hearing God's voice. I mean, God spoke to the preacher. He would get behind the pulpits that the Lord spoke to me. And then he, the, the Lord would chit-chat, the little ladies always seemed to tell him gossip about other people going on in the church. And everyone seemed to have a word. And there seemed to be two camps of people in churches, those who could hear God's voice and those who can't. And I spent so much of my Christian life trying to hear God's voice, but in all the wrong ways, not because of bad teaching, but because of the lack of good teaching. So what, no one ever, no, no one was ever be telling me the wrong thing, but because... The right things weren't very clear. I kept jumping to wrong conclusions, and so in the beginning of this year, um, I just had in my heart to to take my church through a series of how to hear God's voice. And the first message that I preached just seemed to resonate. And I was like, I think we could, I think it'd be good to take this content and make it into a, a book that I would actually give away. So I gave away forty copies of it on my website. Um, the the the, the stuff on Amazon, it's honestly, just for vanity. So I can say that I had a book in my hands, you know, but I don't, I want to actually give this book away because uh, I think it's actually helpful for people because so, so many people, because of lack of good teaching, they're jumping to wrong conclusions about hearing God's voice. And and a lot of people don't think they can, but they can. J- Jesus said this way, my sheep hear my voice. If you are a sheep, you can hear your father's voice. God, has, God wants to have a relationship with you. And I think that so many times people are frustrated in prayer because it's, it seems like a one-way conversation. And the voice that they're hearing, their own, is the least interesting voice in the conversation, <laughs> right? They yeah. want to hear what God has to say. And I think we all need to get back to a place where we just come to the conclusion that number one, we can hear God's voice, but it needs to be grown and matured.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. And I think that there's, like you said, there's a lot of that just mysterious vibe about it. There's a lot of, well, well, if I do this thing this way or that thing that way, like, what does it look like to hear God's voice? And I think that number one, it is more simple. We give it credit for, I think also understanding that we we hear God's voice differently, which I'm sure your, your book touches on a a little bit at at some, at some level Um, to full disclosure. Uh, I'm probably read it over the weekend. I haven't gotten to to jump into it yet. I've been a little busy. With some friends. Some friends, you are. Huh? I will read it though. I promise I will read it. I swear. So so if you get this book and and you're like, man, I wonder if Andy read this before he advertised it. The answer is
1: no. <laughs> yeah, but I, that's 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 trusting, man. I appreciate uh, it. I, I'm honored. Yeah, it's that's trusting to get me on this. Because what if I said you know something completely anti biblical? Then you would be you would own that man. So hopefully you know, you know we've been around each other long I enough to that. know.
0: I, I feel like we've known each other well enough uh, for a long enough period to where I think I would have a good uh, guess <laughs> as to what you probably say at some level. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. But uh. But yeah. No. So what I love about the book too, um, is that it's not a book. It's a mini book. And so, what yes. what I mean by that is, it's only forty pages. It's it's a sit down and read it in an afternoon kind of a book, which again goes to the the point that hearing God's voice is a lot more simple than we make it out to be. I don't need yes. a a three hundred page anthology. I I need like some basic direction yeah. to help yeah. me get moving in that in that space. And so, right. what what I want to do. Is without giving away your your book. I mean, it's only forty pages, so like, I want to talk about it, but I <laughs> yeah, want yeah. people to still go read it. That's so, right. That's so right. Absolutely. Give us give us like a little picture of where the book goes, like what what it talks about, without giving away the whole book, so people will go and pick up your book.
1: All right. Let me let me let me let me let me try to filter this out. Number one, you're right. This is not a long theological treatise. This is operating on the assumption that the person reading. Uh, believes that God still speaks and still wants to speak to them, and with that being said, it's it just very pastoral, biblical, and practical ways to help you uh, to help you do that. So, I think the 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 biggest thing that I that I want to point out, and I, I give three major practices to put into place uh, to help you nurture a growing relationship where you're hearing the voice of God. And that you're becoming confident in that. I think the the one thing out of those three that I like to point out today is that I think the terminology, hearing the voice of God, is just bad. Because I don't think when most preachers or most people say they heard God's voice, I don't think that they're hearing voices at all. Um, but it's just the common it's a, it's a, it's a phrase that we use to communicate that we're receiving divine communication from our father in heaven. So you and I have both met people probably in our, in our time of pastoral ministry who have heard voices and they were probably put on medication for it. Right. <laughs> and so we're not, we're not trying to get people to hear. I'm not trying to get people to hear voices. Cause that was, that was one thing people said, I heard the voice of God. And so I would go to prayer right. I would like focused so hard that veins be popping on my head. And I was hoping that like my ears would pop, like I was going on an airplane and behind this, i would be able to hear what was, what would sound like uh, the big bass voice you'd hear in the movies or that the heavens would open up and Chuck Norris would come down a velociraptor and deliver the word of the Lord. And none of that happened. But what I, <laughs>
0: I'm more of a Morgan Freeman kind of God guy, but oh, you know, if yeah, you want to yeah, go yeah. Chuck Norris and right. velociraptors, that's, that's between you and the Lord. <laughs> so.
1: I'm just saying, people, just, people always, when they talk about hearing the voice of the Lord, it's always, which, not to be clear, like you said, God speaks in many different ways. Uh, can God speak through visions? Can God speak through dreams? Can God speak through prophets? Um, absolutely. But the primary way that God communicates to his children in the new covenant is through the leading of the spirit. So Romans says that those who are led by the spirit of God are sons and daughters of God. And so I think The biggest help that I would give somebody in hearing God's voice is to, well, stop listening for voices and start looking for leadings. So there was a story that my pastor told me a long time ago about how he had dinner with T.L. Osborne, this legendary evangelist that thousands of souls to the Lord. And in the course of conversation, uh, they were having lunch together. T.L. Osborne said something along the effect of like, and the Lord told me. And then he stopped the conversation and said, you know what? That wasn't completely accurate. What I meant to say was the Lord led me to. And for my pastor who relayed this to me, it was so helpful because oftentimes when we talk about hearing the voice of God, we think about hearing voices. But what if the hearing voices was not about hearing voices at all? What is about being sensitive to the leading of the spirit, to your own spirit? And I felt that was super helpful because I've never heard a voice, but I do get leadings. So when I talk about hearing the voice of God, it's not about hearing voices, but being in touch by receiving divine communication from your Father in heaven, which is the rights of every child of God.
0: No, that's that's good. Yeah, I think that the important thing is to understand that, that it is a leading and to understand that for everybody, that leading looks different. In some of the first episodes we did on the podcast, we talked about how people interact with God. Uh, and there's a, there's a great book called, um, pathways, uh, sacred pathways, sacred pathways that yeah. talks about different ways that people connect and worship God. And and for mm. so many people, it is different for some mm-hmm. people. It's when they open up their Bible from some people it's in times of prayer for some people it's, uh, getting out in nature. I live in the Pacific Northwest where people just love nature because it is beautiful year round. Now it's Cold, a good bit of that time. But even when it's cold here, it's beautiful. And so there's a lot of people that'll go and and hike on trails, and that's their time with God. And to be truthful, growing up in the South, I was never a get-to-know-God-in-nature kind of a guy because it – That's right. You
1: found God in Waffle House – Yes. That's no,
0: it's hard to get to know God <laughs> when it's 2 degrees hotter than hell where you are. And so, um, okay. you know, yeah. it's you know it's it's hard to get to know him in that space. But up here it's beautiful. It feels amazing um and and there's just something about being in his in his beauty and God's in God's creation that does that. But I know a lot of people who, who aren't the nature people, they hear God through learning. And so I think it's so important to have that understanding that it's not about hearing a voice. It's about the leading of the Holy spirit. So what are some of the tips and thoughts that you give in the book to help people, um, begin to have that experience where they can hear God in their own life and in their own context?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the first and foremost thing is that you have to be full of the word of God. Just simple as that. Um, you cannot expect to hear God's voice be led by the spirit if you do not know your Bible. Um, that's just as simple as as simple as that. Um, you know, th- there's a story I tell in the book and I'll share it just a little bit of here. But, you know, in the area that I pastor in years ago, there was a lady who, was, who got saved later in life like she was in her 40s. Um, gave her heart to the Lord. began a began a pastor church. The church was growing. She had a, a growing ministry. She actually went on TV, which in rural Iowa, which is was a crazy thing. Um, had a great following, and uh, and then she she called one of the pastors up in town and said, "You know, the Lord told me to leave my husband to focus on my ministry." And to which the pastor replied, "Like, um, I don't think so, because the Word of God says." Uh, that what God has put together, let no man separate. Was there adultery? No. Was there abuse? No. Well, then I don't think that's the voice of the Lord. Well, she left her husband and uh, killed her ministry, killed her credibility, stole her influence, and ruined her marriage. Uh, That's what we call the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. She didn't hear the voice of the shepherd. She heard the voice of the stranger. And the ultimate standard for every revelation that we receive, and you and I would agree with this, has to be the word of God. The Bible is our ultimate authority. And so many people, uh, we talk about this, but so many people, uh, there's better stats in the book, but the vast majority of professing Christians in, the, in, in America do not regularly engage with the Bible. They just don't. They don't know what it says. They think they know what it says. They've heard stories, they grew up to Sunday school, they know the basics, they know the basics. Um, but when it comes to actually what the Bible says and means, they have no idea. Uh, most pe- most American Christians don't even believe that Jesus is God. They believe that He's a good teacher, 40 some percent. You can, it's a fascinating to how you can go to church every single Sunday and still have that kind of level of lack of understanding of what the Bible teaches. Um, and so yeah, every revelation has to come through the word of God. No, sir. And, Cause I don't know if you've encountered those people or not, but, uh, I know I've, I've met some people who have, it's like, no, sir. Your, the Holy Spirit did not tell you to leave your wife to go after your girlfriend. Uh, he did not tell you that. <laughs> you know, um, everything has to come through the Word of God. And then the last thing I tell him is like, so again, getting to know the Word of God. Stop look, stop listening for voice. Start looking for leadings, but also like making room. You got to make room in your life uh, in today's fast paced world where everyone's on their phones and everyone's on TV and everyone's filling up their From the time they wake up in the morning, going on TikTok, to the time they go to bed, falling asleep, to the office like me, their their day is constantly, consistently filled with noise. And no wonder we can't hear God's voice because we're so busy listening to the voices of everyone and anything else. And I think the Holy Spirit is just waiting for us. I mean, Jesus, whenever he went to pray, he went into the lonely places. He went into the wilderness. He went into the arid places to pray. And I think that's for a reason because he needed to get away from the hustle and bustle. And tune into his father's voice. Proverbs 1 talks about how the voice of wisdom is like a woman crying out along the streets. And uh the ESV said it's a busy street, it's the height of all the activity happening, but and she's calling out. And but the people who are fools, they don't they don't tune their voice, they don't tune into her voice amidst all the hustle and bustle of life. But the wise will put aside that which seems uh, important then to see to go after what's really the most important, which is the voice of the Lord. And I think that's the the biggest thing we just don't make room. And so, uh, one story I'll I'll share. And again, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, a couple of years ago, I had a friend, and he just was struggling to hearing, struggling to know God's will for his situation. And I was like, man, have you what's what's the Lord saying to so you? Goes, man, I just haven't taken time to. Read my Bible, listen to the voice of the Lord. Okay, what are you doing all day? He's like, Well, I don't got time. He's like, Really? Like, how often are you on Facebook? I see you posting all the time. He goes, Yeah, I probably shouldn't post as much. Yeah, well, maybe. So, why don't we just take a couple of minutes right now and just listen for the voice of the Lord? So, in the lobby of our church, I sat down, we put our phones away, did everything, and we just, I prayed a simple prayer over us, and we just listened. And within two minutes, I said, Hey, man, what'd you hear? And within two minutes, he's like, The Lord showed me this. This, 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 and this it wasn't that he didn't love Jesus, he did it wasn't that he wasn't saved, he was it wasn't that he couldn't hear God's voice, he could he just needed to make room
0: yeah that's that's good i, I there's there's a bunch of good things in what you said, one of the things that sticks out is is seeing that what you what that leading lines up with scripture and, and that doesn't mean necessarily that um that you can find like a specific verse that, that aligns with exactly what you're thinking or, or not with what you're thinking. But, but that yeah. idea of being immersed in the word of God so that you understand right. God's character, you understand God's nature enough right. to where you can, you can really say, man, th- this agrees with, with the character and nature of God that I see throughout. Scripture. Absolutely. Now, some of it's yeah. obvious, you know, I want to leave my spouse because I need to focus more on church stuff. Uh, Okay. You, you, you have, you're just, you're out to lunch like that. I mean, there's nothing more to say (laughs) than that. You, you've had, you've had a a rough day and maybe one too many meetings with Mr. Jack Daniels. But I mean, I don't know what else to say to that. There there's like, there's something wrong there. Uh, But, but there are areas that, that they, there are um, spots where we find ourselves a lot more gray. And the answer is, um, does it agree with that character and nature of God? Does it agree with, with the counsel of the entirety of scripture? Right, um, yeah. So that's yeah. So we really don't want to
1: fall into the trap of finding that one pet verse that we make fit to our our will, right? We want to be submitted to the whole counsel of God's word from Genesis to Revelation. And, uh, but of course that can't happen by chari- by only reading like. Only reading your Bible once a month right you have to be in the word and knowing what the word says and and going past even just a cursory reading the word to like studying the word to know uh the deep things of God and God primarily I mean God speaks through the word he have, I mean, he speaks to the word and so um I, I was telling I told someone this is not in the book because it's not an original thought of mine but I think it's very helpful is like um uh, you want to hear god's God's voice? Well, read the word of God. Well, I want to hear it audibly. Well, then read the Bible out loud, right? (laughs) Like like we, like we have to know the word of God. We don't know the word of God. Then we open ourselves up to being uh, swept away by every wind and form of doctrine. And that's that we have to build our lives on the word.
0: Well, and and I think that, you know, there's a difference. Like what's the intent behind reading the word of God? You know, there's a there's a movement that you see a lot of people that they almost you can kind of feel it when you talk to them, that they basically read the Word of God, so that they can prove their point, not so they actually get to know God. And so it's not about reading right. the Bible to make it uh, to to know it good enough to make it say whatever you want it, but it's about mm. opening up the Word of God and allowing that that text to speak into your life, so that you're better getting to know the the ultimate author. And you're better getting to know the heart of God. That's such an important truth that we have to wrap our brain around. I'm not reading the Bible to to validate what I want to validate in my own life. I'm choosing to read the Bible so that I get to know God in a deeper and more rich way so that when he leads me somewhere, so that when he leads me somewhere, I can say, yes, I know that is the counsel
1: of the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's what Second Timothy says, right? That the 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 all scriptures are God breathed, right, spirit inspired for correction, teaching, reproof. So half of those things are because we're wrong. <laughs> yes. And so and so if we're if we're only looking to the Bible or or trying to hear God's voice to affirm us rather than to correct us or reproof us, uh, we're already in losing battle. So that, I think that's one of the things too, is like if the voice of God in your life or what you call the voice of your God in your life. Always agrees with you, you may want to check up on whether that's really the voice of God or not, uh, because the Holy Spirit comes to convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Like he's he's all up in your business, and he'll make sure that that uh, he knows that you know uh, what it means to live for Jesus and where you fall on the the spectrum of of your devotion to him. So
0: yeah. Well, Matt, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Where can people find your book?
1: Yeah, Andy, man, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to, to, to just hang out with you. I'm not a professional podcaster by no means. I'm just a your regular guy. Um, well, i am I. Learning. We've, been,
0: we've been doing this about the same time, just throwing that out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you're a lot better at it than I am, man. But um, yeah, I want to give, I actually just want to give this book away. Listen, Simple Steps, Hearing God's Voice. I wrote it for the express purpose Of giving it away. I mean, if you want a hard copy, they're available on Amazon. If you want to buy Kindle version, they're available on Amazon, but I can give you a PDF or a Kindle version from my website. All you got to do is head over to realmatmacbook.com. On the bottom of the page, there's an email list. You sign for the email list. I'll give you a free copy. It'd be my gift to you. And I hope that's encouraging for you. The only thing I'd ask is that, that you leave a review, positive or negative on Amazon. That way it gets the word out there. Uh, and hopefully recommend it to someone who needs to hear to a guy's voice in their own life. Well,
0: that's that's awesome. So go grab uh, the book, check it out. Um, it's short. Read it in, in one sitting. Short. I'm sure it'll bless your heart. Uh, thanks so much, Matt, for hanging out on my podcast. Until next week, you're watching the Andy McMillan Podcast. <laughs>